Are you down early in the pitching categories? Don't worry, we've got your back. Look no further as we bring you the ultimate solutions. Get ready to turn the tide and conquer those pitching categories heading into the weekend. So lock on in for today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Fantasy Baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. As always, I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here with my co-host, my brother, my partner in crime, Matthew Arnay. What's up, what's up? You can find us on all podcasting apps and social media platforms. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball and we'll be there. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we truly, truly would appreciate it. If you could go ahead and do that for us, it helps to grow the outreach of the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes to the channel. also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And once again, if you're on the YouTube watching, be sure to throw a like and a comment because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. And when you enter the promo code locked on MLB, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every board or order. Check out Bird Dogs today. Before we jump into today's episode, we want to thank you for your support. We're almost at 2,000 subscribers on YouTube, and we couldn't have done it without you. If you enjoy the show and want to help us out, please share our podcast with a few friends who also love fantasy baseball or just baseball in general. We'd be truly, truly grateful for your support and help sharing this podcast and helping it grow. On today's episode, Locked On Fantasy Baseball fans, we have a fully loaded one for you. Let us be your team's secret weapon, as always, while we provide you with pitch and ditch candidates heading into this weekend and a few that might be throwing at the beginning of next week. Uh, Matt, that's once again, that's always a lot of talking for me at the top. Why don't you lead off with our first guy here? All righty. Uh, let's talk about somebody that I got the call up, didn't start off hot, but seems to have done a little course correct, but also is a great streaming option for this weekend. And that's Louis Varland. Uh, Louis Varland, you know, doing his thing right now, you know, Let's see here. He's got about 23 innings pitched. He's got about 27 Ks. That K for nine is definitely there. He's got a 4-3 ERA. Let me just get this little start up here for him real quick. And Varlan actually had a nice start after having a real terrible start um, on his season opening here. So Varlan against the Cubs literally on the 14th went six innings, got the W, seven Ks, a 4-2-6 ERA, which isn't bad for him. So you know those Ks are going to be good, especially if you're down in the, the strikeout categories. Again, on the ninth, he had six Ks with a 1.5 ERA with a 1.117 whip. So, I mean, he's not going to destroy you in in um, in ERA or whip. It may be a little, little bit inflated going against the Angels, but this is the risk you're going to take going into the weekend where, you know, who cares about what your ERA is or who cares about anything else besides Ks and wins at this point because now you got to get the counting stats because you started off down in the week like I did where, um, you know, just guys had days off earlier in the week and now you're down and you got to overload to kind of make up the case. And, you know, like Schreider gets hit up and then you're just really screwed. So, you know, 
you know, Louis Varland could at least boost the, the K, uh, the K situation, help at least get you that win in the K's uh, category. So definitely check out Louis, Va- Louis Varland. Yeah, Matt, um, I agree with you here. Uh, I don't think, uh, you know, Louis Varland's going to blow anybody away. Uh, he's been decent so far since he's got the call. I do like his track record in the minors, though. If you go back and you look at, you know, Varland's um, minor league track record, it's actually pretty solid. In 2022, Varland had eight wins, five losses. Across 23 starts with a 306 ERA, 126 innings, 146 strikeouts, and a 125 whip. He's never really been a whip guy, so don't expect him to help you win the whip. Against the Angels, let's see how that goes, you know, with Otani and Trout and them boys. I mean, as long as he gets past those two, there's not really too many other threats. You know, Renfo is all right. And, uh, you know, Logan O'Hoppy's no longer there. So I think Varlin could, you know, maybe help you in ERA a little bit. He's definitely going to help you in the strikeout department. Whip, probably not. The win is questionable, you know, because the Twins are are decent and, you know, the Angels are decent. So uh, let's see where things go with Varlin. He's 28% owned on Yahoo, so he's available in quite a few leagues. Definitely is an exciting name that got the call, you know, a few weeks back. And you know what? Maybe he could be a long-term thing, but with pitch and ditch, you never know. Our point here is to help it get you through the weekend and, you know, win those, uh, you know, pitching categories. Let's move on to somebody else here. Uh, he's kind of my boy. I know we've talked about him a bit, but he's still under-owned. And I think, you know, until he gets up into that percentage where we stop talking about guys, I think we keep bringing him up. And it's Tanner Bybee. Once again, I know we already talked about Bybee this week. You know, he already broke him down pretty well for you here. So I'm not going to say too much about him. I will just throw out his ownership percentage. is still 45% owned. This weekend, he is going up against, I believe it's the New York Mets. I'm trying to load it up here just to double check for you guys. Yes, he gets the New York Mets this weekend. Bybee's numbers are great. 3-2-2 ERA, 103 whip, 22 innings, 22 Ks. This, see, this is the type of guy that could be a long-term thing. Could be a long-term thing here with Bybee. Let's see what Cleveland does if they want to keep him up. But I, I'm thinking they do. They're going to see what this next generation of young pitchers look like for them. There's, they have a lot of great ones. Another one coming up maybe sooner than later. We'll be able to talk about him. Another guy that I'm pretty hyped about. Um, but with Bybee, I think you definitely add him now, and you see where things go this weekend against the Mets. Taj, Taj Mahal Bradley worked out. We talked about him yesterday. He went up against the Mets today. You know, looked pretty good. I think Bybee can do the same. He has that deadly breaking ball pitch that they can't even really classify because it's kind of got its own movement and stuff like that. So go out ahead and add Tanner Bybee, 45% owned on Yahoo. Great job on Bybee. Uh, definitely a nice matchup this weekend. Um, definitely yeah. scoop, scoop him up if you're down. But let's move on here. Uh, let's talk about another guy that you know you're not really running to the ra- run into the waiver wire to go add this kid, but somebody that can again can help you out this weekend if you're down in the pitching categories, and that's Kyle Freeland. You know the you know Colorado Rockies. He's forty percent owned, so he's not you know widely available. But you know what? He can give you a little plus matchup going against the Texans at Texas. Definitely not at home, which is another bonus in his in his favor. He tore up Philly last time he was out. Got eight Ks against him. Got the W. Didn't give up a run. And the start before against Pittsburgh, he had four Ks and gave up only a 2.57 ERA. You know, his last three starts have been solid. So I like that. And I mean, a 4.5 ERA, the one before, so I'm not too mad at it. And quite honestly, out of not out of his last nine starts, he's had about five of them that had five Ks or more. So this is a guy that, like, if you're down in the K category and you possibly want to scoop up a win, you know, Kyle, Kyle Freeland can be an excellent ad going into the weekend. So I would definitely check out Kyle. And, you know, see if he can give you that push to victory in the uh, pitching categories. Dom. 
Yeah, uh, Kyle Freeland's, you know, he's all right. He's all right. He's been he's been good this year. I think that's why, you know, he gets the, you know, thrown in today's episode. The 316 ERA and 111 whip look great. You know, as Matt said, the Ks have been better of late on the year. The K ratio isn't really awesome at 51 innings, 38 Ks. So I don't know if I'm necessarily looking to him. If I need Ks, we got a bunch of guys in today's episodes that are, you know, going to be better for that K uh, per nine. Uh, and with Corey Seager back in that Texas lineup, I, I don't know. I think Freeland's kind of a desperation play at this point. You know, if you're looking for maybe a, a decent whip, what's his career whip? I just want to. I want to see this as my, you know, um, computer wants to, you know, play games with me here. Uh, one three nine career whip, so I don't even know if he's going to really help you too much in the whip department either. Uh, I, I guess this is a deeper league play here with Freeland. You know, he's been good of late. Matt mentioned that last game against the Phillies was absolutely outrageous. Uh, we'll see where things go with Kyle Freeland. Yeah. Before we move on, though, I think, uh, Matt, you think you got somebody here to talk about, brother? Yeah. Uh, before we, you know, go on and talk about Gavin Stone slash Bobby Miller. Braxton Garrett and Alex Wood is more pickups to make up, you know, your down categories in pitching. Our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace, transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams overlay. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, competing with player cards against global opponents. To win epic rewards, win or lose, you still own your cards and there's no cost to play. Silver recently partnered with MLB stars Juan Soto and Julio Rodriguez to serve as brand ambassadors. Both are featured in Silver's current brand campaign and will engage with Silver community throughout the MLB season events. Head to SoRare.com slash locked on. That's so rare, S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on to get started today. We want to thank our everydayers, our new listeners, for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Be sure to look out for Monday's episode featuring waiver wire players of everybody that went off this weekend, guys that could take you to the next level going into next week. So definitely stay tuned to that. And, man, I am parched. And, uh, Dom, take it away on this, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, next up, we got two Dodgers pitchers here. I'm not sure which one is going to get the call. It's Gavin Stone and Bobby Miller. Dustin May is going to be out for quite a little bit here. I believe it was an elbow injury for him. And, uh, you know, it's really a shame. I was big on Dustin May. I know I preached about him all year last year. If you were, you know, with us last year, I that was one of my guys. And even coming into this year, uh, when we talked about starting pitcher ranking, somebody that I was ranting and raving about, and, you know, just uh, hope Dustin May gets better soon. We'll uh, hate to see that he's dealing with another injury here. But let's move on to his possible replacements. Um, neither one has been super impressive this year. I'm not going to, you know, uh, you know, front like these guys are, you know, solutions or, you know, the next big thing because I'm, I'm not a firm believer in that. And they, whoever is going out there is going to probably get the Cardinals this weekend or the, if it's not this weekend, it's the Braves early next week. So it's not going to be an easy matchup. 
Um, this is really just throw them out there if you need them. Uh, I'll say this. Let, let, let me switch to some positive news here. Uh, Gavin Stone coming into the year was had a great 2022. Gavin Stone in 2022, nine wins, six losses, 148 ERA, close 25 starts, 121 innings, 168 strikeouts, and a 111 whip. So there is upside here for Gavin Stone. This year through eight starts in the minors and one start in the bigs, he's looked pretty bad. I'm not even going to candy coat it. He's looked pretty bad. Um, that first matchup was against the Phillies, who have been, you know, kind of up and down, but they can rake. On any given night, they can go out there and rake with Bohm, with Castellanos, with Harper. That team is just very, very talented. So, like I said, you know, it's not a – it wasn't like he had an easy matchup and he didn't perform. It was, a, you know, a kind of tough matchup and, you know, he was not great. So that's Gavin Stone. Uh, Bobby Miller is somebody that we actually have not talked about at all in this podcast. So I will give you the upside here on Gavin. I mean, uh, Bobby Miller, you know, coming off of Gavin Stone. Bobby Miller in his last outing had six innings pitched, six strikeouts, gave up one run. He only walked one through 76 pitches. So he's a little bit stretched out from down there in the minors. And Bob Miller is another guy. I'm not going to candy coat it. Five six five ERA in the minors, fourteen innings, twelve strikeouts, one one eight WHIP. So the control has been pretty solid. But another young kid at 24 years old who has a you know past history of you know being good in the minors. I was really excited about his um, 2021 season. He had a Bobby Miller once again two four zero ERA, fifty six innings pitched. He had seventy strikeouts and a 094 WHIP. So, you know, they both have good stuff. Miller and Stone have good stuff. They're both, you know, talented young pitchers. They can come up and they could be impact players. These are guys that if they go out, whoever which one of them it is, and they pitch good against St. Louis or the Braves, could wind up being a long-term thing. But that's a, a breakdown on Gavin Stone and Bobby Miller. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm even adding them because there's that possibility of blowing up the ERA. But again, yeah, yeah. It, it's just, exactly, exactly. It, it's just one of those things where, like, yo, if I'm desperate, like, with Freeland or – or whatnot, like, you know, I might want to just roll them out and see what happens. You know, if there's no other option out there, why not? And I mean, if it yeah, hits, and, and if it's if the it Dodgers hit. too, you know, it's the Dodgers. Yeah. And I mean, if they hit, they hit. I mean, you know, any given night, you know, so yeah. it could click for them. It's just pitchers, prospect pitchers take a little bit longer to develop. So, I mean, hey, it is what it is, but this isn't yes. a long term yes. play, this episode at all. Everybody's more for the weekend. It's a one night stand with everybody. So that's the best way I could do it. <laughs> well said. Well said. You know, like Tanner Bybee's the only one I might call in the morning. You know, let's go get breakfast. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I like that. That was, good. that was good. So, you know, but let's move on here. I think you did a great job covering him. Let's talk about somebody that's else. Fair. I like, I, I, I do like him, but this isn't a long-term play either. And that's Mr. Braxton Garrett. He's going up against San Francisco at San Francisco. San Francisco has not hit well against lefties at all. Uh, 130 strikeouts against uh, when they go against lefties. Um, I think a 232 um, batting average against them. So it's in Braxton Garrett's favor. Braxton Garrett has also, out of the last nine starts, had had five games with over five Ks. Uh, he thrown in an 11 there and an 8K game. So Braxton Garrett definitely has has potential to light up the the Ks category and with pitching in San Francisco is a plus plus for you going into the weekend. There's no long-term value of Braxton Garrett, but at the same time, you might as well see what he can get you this weekend, especially if you're down in the case department. And it may look like he possibly could be a nice play overall, just in general. So if you need a little bump, Braxton Garrett's your guy. 
Yeah, Matt, as you said last year, you know, he had those uh, big strikeout games. It was like two 11 strikeout games at the end of last year and a couple other big ones. And then his last one this year, Braxton Garrett went out against the Cincinnati Reds on May 14th. He had eight strikeouts and uh, gave up one run, 08 whip, five innings. Bra- Braxton Garrett, 7% owned on Yahoo right now. I think he's like a perfect, you know, streaming candidate against that San Francisco team in that San Francisco park, which is, you know, uh, very pitcher-friendly. He could go out there and he could have a big game, and then he, it could work out to where you know um, he could be helping you out, uh, you know, into you know future weeks. But once again, as you know, Matt said, maybe I'm not calling him in the morning. Maybe I will. It depends on how he performs. So we'll see. We'll see with Braxton Garrett. Next up is somebody that's actually a little bit good. I think we kind of might may have a buried the lead with this guy a little bit. It's Alex Wood. Alex Wood's actually decent, and he actually might wind up matching up against Braxton Garrett this weekend. I'm not exactly sure how those, you know, days are going to work out, but Wood pitches against Miami this uh, weekend, and he's been solid on the year. Alex Wood on the year, 287 ERA, whips a little high at 1-4, 15 innings, 16 Ks. That Miami team is not very good, especially losing their best player in Jazz Chisholm. I think Wood can go out there and have a monster, monster game. Alex Wood's only 9% owned on Yahoo!, uh, I like Alex Wood a lot. I, I think that, you know, he's a very sneaky, sneaky ad. I'm surprised he's only 9% owned on Yahoo. Actually, I'm going to look into him after this episode, maybe add him to a couple of my teams for this weekend. Uh, not really too much to add on Alex Wood. If, you, if you've if been playing fantasy baseball at all over the last, you know, 5, 10 years, uh, you, you know the name, and he has a lot of upside, Alex Wood. Yeah, Alex Wood is, uh, you know, somebody that I – that could be a possible good weekend. I mean, great job on the coverage. I don't think I need to repeat everything you said, luckily. Um, he's a good name here. Let's move on to one last guy here. Um, and then I'll hand it over to Dom for some stuff. Let's talk about Mr. Brandon Fott. Finally got this man's name right. <laughs> he's, uh, you know, he hasn't been. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. You know, he fought it. But, um, you know, he's going up against uh, Pittsburgh this weekend. And it's not a bad bad matchup at all you know if you've been paying attention you know it seems like the pirates have almost fallen from grace they haven't really won too many games here in may they're going through the tougher end of their schedule this season of the season this month so it has it's been a rough rough truck for them so fought might be able to beat up on a team that's down right now and we all know what fought's upside could be if he hits but again it just hasn't been wonderful against miami with a 10 era and against texas with a 13 5 era like you know this is one of those, like, again, you could kind of risk it to get the biscuit. Maybe he can kick them while they're down and possibly show off what he did in the minors. He might be able to chip in 5Ks like he did last week against San Francisco. Or he might get blown the hell up and then, you know, gives a little confidence boost and he's a fluffer for Pittsburgh to bounce on back. We shall see. But, you know, Fott is somebody I'm considering playing, depending on how desperate I get going into the weekend. So, I mean, he's pitching on Saturday. So at least, you know, if tomorrow you're feeling like, okay, I might not need to pick up somebody, okay, pass. Uh, but if not, you know, fought may fought his way right into your, uh, you know, nose there and have to start him. Yeah, before I um, give my take on Brandon Fott, just got a little somebody to talk about here. Today's episode is sponsored by the clothing company Bird Dogs. Looking for clothes that redefine comfort and style? Look no further than Bird Dogs. They've crafted the perfect blend of performance and fashion to bring you shorts, pants, and tops that will revolutionize your wardrobe. With stretchy fabric that makes your legs look great, 
They're not only stylish, but also comfier than any other shorts or pants that you currently own. They give you the freedom to wear one pair of shorts or pants on the golf course, to a meeting, on a date, or even if you're just going to hang out with your friends. Bird Dogs just sent Matt and I some shorts, and we're absolutely obsessed with them. Uh, you know, I, I've said this, you know, almost every day this week. Uh, I wore them last weekend, and I got so many compliments on them, and everyone was just like, where did you get those shorts? I need to get a pair. And you know what I told them? I said, Bird Dogs. And then I also told them to go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. And if you enter the promo code locked on MLB, bird dogs will throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every single order. Check out bird dogs today. All right, guys, let's hop back in before we talk about our last couple of guys, Brandon Williamson, Mike Clevenger and Michael Waka. Let me give a little take on Brandon. Fox. Um, I'm, I hate to say it, I'm still optimistic on Brandon Fott. I'm just uh, I, I like the upside. I like the stuff. I know he got blown up against Texas in his first start. And then, oh, everyone's like, I, even me, I was like, oh, he's got an easier start against Miami. He's going to be great. And he went out there against Miami and crapped his big boy pants, as Matt would say. But then guess what? Against San Fran, when I was ready to give up on him, he goes out on May 14th. Brandon Fott, once again, five innings, five Ks, one run, 08 whip. Matt, you nailed the Pittsburgh analogy. Pittsburgh's falling from grace. You know, they're finally showing their true colors. And when's a better time for Brandon Fott to go out and show his strikeout upside against Pittsburgh? I'm going to repeat this every time we talk about Fott. Uh, in the minors in 2022, he's had the most strikeouts that any minor league pitcher has had in over a decade. 167 innings, 218 strikeouts, 383 ERA for Fott, and a 115 whip in the minors last year. Fott's problem is he always gives up too many home runs. And so far through the three starts, uh, it's seven home runs. Pittsburgh isn't really a team known for its power. So I think this is really a start where Fott could shine. He could go out there and have double-digit strikeouts, give up maybe a run or two, and be absolutely fantastic. So I think the thing with Fott is you 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 run him out there. He's 17% owned on, on Yahoo, and you just you know see where things go. But let's move on to our next guy. It's uh, let's talk about Brandon Williamson. He's I'm not exactly sure what day he's going to start, but you know he's been pretty good here um, in the minor so far. Uh, I mean in the, in the in the major so far. He actually went out against um, Colorado on the 16th, 5.2 innings, six strikeouts, one run, 0-7 whip, uh, in, in course field uh, against the Rockies, which is very very tough to do. If he is running out this there this weekend, it is against the Yankees, and uh, Yankees have been kind of hot, especially Aaron Judge. Um, I'm not I'm not super familiar with Williamson. Like I'm not sure how great or elite his stuff is because you know I feel like he kind of came out of nowhere. I'm trying to get a little bit of info on him here as I am talking about him, but uh, once again, my computer does not want to work with me here tonight. Uh, Williamson. Okay, hold on. I, I got to come for you guys. I know the Reds aren't a great team either, so, you know, he might not necessarily go out there and get the win. Uh, he's 25 years old, uh, has a decent minor league track record. He was better his first couple of years in the minors than recently. He's got some strikeout upside. Uh, control is not great. But you know what? We've seen a few pitchers come up this year and kind of been good. Uh, I think he's more of a dart throw. This is like an NL only 15-man league type of play with Brandon Williamson. 
Once again, I can't really deep dive on him too much because I'm not super familiar with him. But you know what? The numbers look good so far. In the majors against all odds, he went out there in course field and pitched great. Uh, that's Brandon Williamson, 1% owned, Cincinnati Red starting pitcher. Yep. Good job, Dom. I completely agree with whatever you said. I'm just going to move on to our last guy here. And we're going to talk about something we talked about yesterday. Yes, sir. Mr. Michael Walker. We don't really need to go deep dive of why we think he'll be a good play for moving forward. But this next matchup is a little rough. Boston's been hot. They've been overperforming out the wazoo. They started off the month with like a, like a six-game win streak. And they really haven't lost much this, this month at all, which is kind of rough. But one thing I will say is... You know, Waka could throw up at least four to five Ks, and that could be the difference of winning the category. So if, you know, Waka just gets the opportunity, you know, I mean, if you need the four or five Ks, Waka might be the guy that gives you the opportunity to win. So I would check out Michael Waka and, you know, go from there. If you're desperate, roll him out there. That's Michael Waka for you. Waka, Waka, Waka. Yeah, we uh we talked about Waka. Um, you know, we talked about him. I believe it was yesterday. I know we talked about him this week at some point. It might it might have been yesterday. The days are just kind of starting to blend together here for me. But Waka's last start against KC, absolutely dominant. Seven innings, eleven Ks. He's been good over his last like four starts. Have been pretty solid. And then you know, is actually second start of the year was great against that Atlanta Braves team. Six innings, ten strikeouts. So he does have some strikeout upside here against Boston. Boston's been a little bit better of late. And, um, you know, uh, Waka has upside. Yeah, he definitely has upside. You know, very, very good control for Waka late in his career. You know, he's definitely become more of a control artist. And um, I I like what Waka brings to the table. 41% owned on Yahoo. And uh, you definitely could throw him out there to help your, you know, your team this weekend. I do want to mention one last guy here. I know I know Matt really doesn't want me to talk about him. I'm going to talk about him anyway. This guy's more of a play for, for next week because, um, you know, I actually love his, where his, his uh, starts line up for. It's kind of a preemptive ad. I know it's a pitch and ditch type episode, but look at it this way. If you're already up and you're looking to your matchup for next week, let's talk about Mike Clevenger real quick. He has two great matchups next week. He goes up against the Cleveland Guardians and the Detroit Tigers. He's only 25% owned on Yahoo. I know he's been a little bit up and down this year, but somebody that used to be an elite, elite starting pitcher. If you're looking ahead to next week and you want a little sneaky, you know, get ahead of the game, two-star pitcher for next week. Once again, Clevenger pitches on Monday against the uh, Cleveland Guardians. Then he goes again later in the week against the Detroit Tigers. So I think it's a very good preemptive ad, you know, heading into next week. Once again, Mike Clevenger. But, uh, Matt, unless you want to add anything here or anybody else you might want to talk about real quick, uh, we can wrap things up. I'm chilling, man. Go for it. All right, so that is all for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website if you already haven't. And just a huge thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. And, guys, you know, once again, uh, I'll say it if you're still here. You know, it means you're probably a fan of ours, and we truly, truly appreciate you, whether you're an everyday or, or a new listener. And if you could just share, you know, our podcast with a couple of friends or colleagues or anyone that likes fantasy baseball or regular baseball in general on our journey to 2,000 subscribers on YouTube, we would truly, truly appreciate it, and we'd be very, very grateful for that. But we will be back on Monday with another, you know, waiver wire ad type episode. But until then, please. Peace.